Welcome to the Womology Podcast. This is a sacred space to honor your cyclical nature, reconnect with your innate body wisdom and sovereignty, and transform your health. I'm Dana Drejos, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome back to the Womology Podcast. I'm here today with Lopa Visavalia, who is a powerful multidimensional healer, clinical hypnotherapist, and divine fire alchemist. Ooh, she's also like a hype woman. That's what I see in you as like such a powerful gift that you have in just the conversations that we've had. You're like this spirit that just genuinely wants to light everyone else up. And I can totally tell it doesn't like sometimes hype people, it feels like it comes from a place of like wanting something in return, like doing it for some kind of like, let me get something back. Um, But I can tell this is just who you are. Like you're just excited to light people up and you have that light within you. You like hype yourself up, which I love too. Um, So you're just such a gorgeous energy to be around. And I'm excited to bring this energy onto the podcast. Uh, But I also want to let you introduce yourself more fully and talk about what is your magic in the world? What are you here to do? And who are you here to serve? So welcome. Yay. Oh my gosh. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that we met and I'm so excited to be here today. Um, So what do I do in the world and what am I here for? Um, So yeah, I am a multidimensional healer, but even more than that, I really help people and souls like tap into their truest, deepest divine mission in this life. And the way that I approach that is through my own approach, which is why I'm going to be calling that divine fire alchemy, because we touch on not just the physical layer and the subconscious layer, which, you know, you see through those aspects, um, but the soul and the energetic layer, which is the subtle body in the aura. And also there's a difference between our conscious mind, which is our intuition and intellect and our subconscious mind. Both of those have their own frequency. Um, and so adding in that soul and physical layer, like that creates the five layers of being. And I'm just like naturally equipped to approach that from my own energy frequency and perspective. And so using that, like I I say that like my magic is to get people high on their magic, um, but also like on a soul level, I am an activator of their deepest power. So I'm really here to work with the people that have a massive mission on this planet who are visionary um, and it's just who they are, you know, like highly powerful, highly sensitive. They came here with psychic gifts. Some of them know that they have these gifts and some people don't. Um, but also part of my life's work here is to be an advocate for the spirit babies that are coming in. So these are the souls, the children, the angel babies that are coming in and they're even more powerful and more sensitive than the most powerful and sensitive of us that are already here. And um, I also bring to the table like 10 years of teaching background. I was an early childhood educator for 10 years. 
um, and I have a master's in early childhood education. So approaching the subconscious mind, because children are in their subconscious mind from zero to age eight or 13, that's my, the entirety of that realm of my work. And so the way I look at it is just so different. And I'm here to pave a path through frequency so that we can receive these children and provide them a place in a fertile foundation where their gifts can expand and bloom in a really healthy and supported way. Mm, so good. And that part about um, how you have a background in early childhood development, it just made me think about how like, yes, you're here for the spirit babies, but also when you work with adults through the subconscious, yeah. I feel like that is our inner child. So actually you like you you work with adults, but really like you're working with the inner child of the adult. So it's it kind of applies. Exactly. Exactly. Because each soul is able to be like the highest version of themselves when we have encountered and addressed, you know, all of our inner energy. So yeah. And like working with those people, like when you change the way you speak to your children changes. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times people see children or they'll put a label on it or they'll have some sort of situation where they're like, you know, so-and-so is not confident. So-and-so is not listening, et cetera. But my question is always, what's your energy? Are you confident? You know, because actually there's something called subconscious pipelining. So because children don't have a conscious and critical factor until age eight or 13, they're literally swimming in our subconscious soup. And so any of our insecurities or anything that we haven't worked through is playing out in them. So before anyone could ever say, my child so-and-so is not confident or he doesn't speak his truth or et cetera, the question is, what's your frequency on that? Are you speaking your truth? Do you feel fully expressed? Because personally, from my perspective, it's not about the child at all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Children are such a mirror for us to see our own selves. And I feel like too, and I'm not educated at all in early childhood development or anything, but my sense is like before children kind of start to take in all of that subconscious mess from the adults around them, they are in their purest, most like confident, self like they are just pure love and pure light and energy and they they feel that fire within themselves so when you are working with an adult and you're like hyping them up and helping them see their own magic as you said it's like you're you're almost bringing them back to that place in their childhood before all of the conditioning and programming came in would you say that's correct That is absolutely correct. I just got like chills in my whole body. Like (laughs) what you're describing is the process of alchemy. This is why I call it divine fire alchemy, because you're going back to the divine fire from which you were birthed, which is pure soul. It's pure soul. And that's why it works so well, because when I take people back there and we code our frequency with that, then we bring that forward. And it's exactly as you said, you are just back in that natural embodied state and then for children and I know we're going to get into this in the later part of the conversation 
For children, it's the opposite. I want to support them to retain their soul energy, even while they're inside their father and their mother's body. And so what I do in my audio work for them is to give them permission that you can hold on to your soul gifts and your self-perception, no matter what's outside of you. Now, until now, and this is why this work from my perspective is the disruption. It is the revolution because until now, children didn't have that permission because they're biologically wired to look to the outside world for inferences on how to, you know, conduct their life. Right. But now that they have my voice from the moment of conception, I'm literally telling them it is your sovereign choice to live your life according to your soul and your authenticity. And you do not have to take on any patterns, feelings, beliefs, conditionings, behaviors, or any negative or toxic energy that doesn't serve your highest alignment. However, I leave room for sovereignty because I'm I'm here for liberation, for sovereignty. And so that child and that soul gets to choose what comes in and what doesn't. I am not getting in the middle of that. I'm just offering the opportunity, which until that moment, they didn't have. And so that's kind of what you see in all of our lives. We just kind of like figured it out. And by by age like 20 or 25, sometimes we're like, wait what I'm living out and what I believe about myself, others in the world, it's, it's not even my beliefs, you know, and actually, I don't want to believe this, I want to believe something else. So rather than do that, I'm giving children souls the permission to retain their authenticity. Mm, that's so powerful. It it makes me feel like it's almost like you're, so there's a doula for the woman giving birth and like the person there who's helping the woman, like the mother go through that transition of like, you know, that actual process, but you're like a doula for the soul or the spirit that's coming into the world and that transition because they're coming from spirit world of whatever, wherever they're coming from and coming into the physical realm. And you're like helping them through that. Oh my gosh. That is such a beautiful, like that, like genuinely makes me cry. Like that's such a beautiful reflection of my truth. And it really is. And, you know, when I used to work as a preschool teacher, there's a whole story behind that, which I'm not going to get into now, but leaving that field and entering this field, I did it for the children. You know, it's like, I couldn't be limited to 16 children a year for the rest of my life. Like I had a bigger impact, like all of the children of the world are my children, you know? And so I feel very passionately about being that bridge. Um, And that involves like so many different layers of education and kind of connecting those dots and helping, okay, here's the child and the spirit coming in. And exactly, as you said, like supporting that like seamless, pure transition. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. And what we're kind of talking about today, um, people people may have heard on this podcast already. We had an episode called, I think it was called Preparing for Pregnancy, something like that. But um, we had someone come on to talk about more of the kind of physical aspects of preparing for pregnancy in terms of uh, nutrition was really the main focus, but also 
developing your relationship with your womb, coming back to your cycle, um, healing your period and, and things like that, which is all so important. I think what we're talking about today is preparing for pregnancy in the sense of like, it's like, yes, the, the parents are doing this healing work, but it's for not for them, but for like the spirit baby that is coming through. So it's mm -hmm. almost like how to prepare for pregnancy, but like not for you, for, for the baby that's coming into the world. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I love that. Like, I love that mention of it because it calls to attention this idea that, again, if you're quote unquote doing it for the child or for someone else, like we all know that whenever we go outside of ourselves, we kind of disconnect with our truth and our authenticity. So we never want to do something for someone else in that sense. But when we're thinking about children, it's like, how can I liberate myself? And then my child will also receive that frequency of liberation from me as opposed to something else, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is, it is for them because we see a higher vision for all of us, for both of us, you know? But yeah, and there's a, there's a really beautiful and sacred part of that. And what you're bringing up also like touches on how I see this differently because when we live on the earth plane, like we're in a very physical environment, most people are thinking of it as these are my future children. This is who I want to be as a mother or father. This is, it's for them. And like, I'm doing something for them. But if there isn't purity and neutrality, even in that energy, then that can turn into something else. You know, like mm -hmm. the parents can feel like I did X, Y, Z, and therefore you owe me this or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. But from the spiritual perspective, it is not a one way street. Your child chooses you and you choose your child. It is the same as any other relationship. I would even go so far as to say not an agreement because I feel like that almost like makes it dry, but it's a choice, you know, in the same way that we choose friends or we might choose like an intimate relationship. There's a huge two-way street there. So the way that I see it, which is, which is interesting, I feel is that I feel that it's going to be the child that's going to nudge their parents into this work. Like, hey, mom, I'm coming. I need you to go do this. Mm. So the parent yeah. thinks that I'm doing this for me and for my child. And the child is like, yep, yeah, I'm on board. Let's do this. Mm. Yeah. And do you think that happens even well before the woman is pregnant or even knows that or is even like planning on becoming pregnant it's like the spirit baby is out there in the realm like long before you know yeah absolutely i mean i know so many people who have connected to their spirit babies and i have as well it's it's a relationship that's being cultivated even now you know mm -hmm. and i think that's what makes it so magical and so sacred and and again, there's so much sovereignty and freedom and liberation. You know, it's like it's a conversation that you get to have with your future children. You know, you get to let them know, like, 
this is my timing on it. And, you know, what feels right to you? Like, it's literally like we're planning it together. Um, it is, it is not just at the time of conception at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to mention a little bit about like where this conversation is even coming from and how, um, because Lopa and I knew that we wanted to do a podcast together, but we didn't really have like a specific topic in mind. And there's so much that we could have talked about as we were saying before we started recording. Um, But this topic kind of just organically dropped in, which I think just speaks to like, it's like the universe saying like, yes, this is what needs to come through. And this is what needs to be talked about right now. Um, So it started with, you had shared in your stories you were resharing someone else's post. Mm-hmm. I think it's woman wellness post mm-hmm. um, about how the jaw and the pelvis are connected and like why it's important to be able to speak your truth and just be living in this kind of freedom vibration um, and healing the multiple layers of trauma in your energy and your spirit um because if not then like all of that's going to kind of come up in the birth canal and like while you're giving birth um and especially for highly sensitive people um and and someone actually came through in my messages when I shared that saying this is exactly what I've been trying to get across in my life but can't seem to find validated in quotes, validated information about. Thank you for sharing. This is so important. I know exactly what it feels like to birth and have generations of trauma present all at once. It's a nightmare for the sensitive in particular. I birthed my first child 15 years ago, and I'm still processing everything that came through it. There is no medical term to encapsulate it, and no one speaks of it accurately, so this feels refreshing. So... That is kind of where we're coming from today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. I remember sharing that. So what I was talking about in my stories is that there is a connection between the throat and the womb or the throat and the root. And the way that it happens is when when a child is is conceived and our body is being created, it's actually a single cell that splits into that part, those two parts of us, right? So they're kind of mirrors to each other. And what really happens is if our, as you said, like if our voice is not expressed, if our creativity is not expressed, you know, then there's a part of us that's clenching in this area as well. And so it works both ways. It works, you know, from the the bottom up or from up down. And also we can impact it from multiple levels. So I think it's so beautiful that someone reached out to you and was like, wow, this is the experience that I had And I didn't realize it was a thing because nobody is talking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so powerful. Um, So why do you feel it's so important for women to connect with their femininity, their womb, their body, their pelvic floor before actually giving birth? 
especially for these highly sensitive women? And what happens if we don't do that? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of layers to it. And I use this example in a post that, and I couldn't find it this morning. So I feel I meant to like make it up again. (laughs) So, (laughs) So imagine you're going on vacation and you know, like where you're going, you know what the weather is going to be like, you plan the activities, you know what hotel you're staying at, you know who's coming with you, you know how many rooms you need, you know many, how many beds you want, you know the type of outfit you're wearing. Like pretty much we pa- plan vacations to be a positive experience for us, right? Like we want it to go well. Like could you imagine just packing a bag and going to the airport and then like picking a flight that looks good <laughs> and then just getting on a plane and now you've let's say you've arrived in Mexico and you're just like okay well now let me find a hotel that looks good and I didn't plan for this weather because I mean I could have gone to Iceland or somewhere else you know mm-hmm. so you know it's just like this continued domino effect, like to me, that doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound exquisite and lavish and lovely on the system, like in any way that doesn't sound good Mm -hmm. because it's not an experience you prepared for. So you don't know the ins and outs. You don't know the language. You don't know the country. You don't know the weather. You don't know what types of activities you could do that will be fun. Maybe you have dietary restrictions or you like certain types of food or you like hot food and and this country prefers cold food. Like you just haven't prepared for any of it. Mm-hmm. And while that's okay, And while birth and pregnancy and conception and postpartum is such a natural experience, I believe that it is first and foremost, a physiological, bodily, spiritual experience. It's like going to the bathroom. Anyone can do it. Like it's what we're designed for, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I agree that the first time you use the bathroom, maybe you don't know all of the ins and outs, but you have support and you know, and you have people in your life that are supporting you every step of the way. And I'm using this example because I feel that literally everyone can relate to it, that it's a natural experience, right? Mm -hmm. But we're not alone. And we're not like, we're not terrified of what happens if something happens this way or this way, or like, you know, the bathroom looks different or we're on a road trip. Like there's just support there. And there's people who are very confident that you can do it. And even if it doesn't go the way that you want it to, it's totally fine. We got this. You're okay. You're safe. Um, and so like going back to the vacation example, yeah, we could do all of this having zero plan and having zero awareness of what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to have a womb? What does it mean to have a spirit baby? What does it mean to give birth? What, where is my pelvic floor? You know, Um, what muscles of my body are going to essentially run a marathon when I give birth? Um, How long is it going to be? 
Do I know when my baby is actually going to enter this world? Can I predict that using the weeks and the timelines and these other things that people use? Um, should I try to make my baby arrive on the birth date? If that doesn't happen, what are my options? Are they in line with my integrity and my values? Listen, if you're going on vacation and you're going to go to a random country and you want to do all of this on the fly, by all means, go ahead. But personally, I have not seen a single case, not a single one. If somebody is out there like this, bless them. Not a single person who has gone into this experience blind and then just magically had a really wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. What I see is people doing parts of preparation, what they know how to do, you know, and there is zero judgment. There is zero shame. This is not about like, you have to choose this path versus this path. And this one is better. And this one is more natural. And this one's more physiological. It's not about that. Especially if you've already gone through this experience more than once, like you already know that each time you have this experience, it's a portal into your own expansion and transformation. And you learned and received from that what you were meant to. So we're not here to judge or shame. But what I'm seeing, which really just like it touches my heart, like it makes me emotional. It it really like it's part of my life's work. And so it just touches me because every single time I see a woman around me give birth, whether it's a friend or it's somebody like in the news or somebody in the community, there's parts of it that just really don't go well. You know, there's just parts of it that just really don't go well. And I'm not here to say, well, if you did X, Y, Z, it probably would. But I'm just saying you were going on vacation to a foreign country. Did you think about all of these aspects? Because if you didn't, here are some things that we can look at that are most likely to lead you to a different experience. And so to answer your question, I think you asked how or why would we look at that and what would happen if we don't, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so how and why we would look at that is because on every level, physical, emotional, mindset-wise, subconscious, and spiritual, the reason anyone would look at that is if on all of these five different planes of existence, if they wanted to have a positive and better experience. If they wanted to have a good experience, they would look at all of this. Mm-hmm. If that's not part of your values or desires, that's okay. You know, that's okay. And that's your choice. But if you wanted to have this kind of an experience, if it's important to you, um, then you would look at that. And what I mostly see happening is people don't look at it because they don't realize that it is relevant. You know, and then there's a lot of things that are quote unquote normalized or as common because a lot of people talk about like incontinence or or pelvic floor things or like the muscles in your abdomen. Like people talk about X, Y, Z as being common or they talk about it as being common, Mm -hmm. but something that is common is not required and it's not normal, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I just feel that 
basically, if you don't look at all of the aspects of your being, you're going to end up with a mishmash of of an experience. Mm -hmm. It's just how it's going to go. And pretty much I see people then working through the impact of that. And I never like to do negative forecasting. So I won't say that if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. However, I see a lot of women struggle with certain things and it breaks my heart because I'm like, if you had just known, like if you really wanted to breastfeed, if that's something that's important to you, like, do you know that the first hour of having given birth, that's really special and sacred and important to that aspect of your journey. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you need to for sure have like five lactation doulas and consult with this person this many times. I'm just saying like, are you aware that maintaining that bond is going to impact your experience? Because then I'm seeing people who didn't know that just small, simple part of it. And they're devastated for years mm-hmm. and there's guilt and there's pain. And there's the feeling of like, f- be feeling like you're not good enough or not good enough as a mother. I've seen so many women like who have come to me to work on like other things. Um, and so many of them were told by authority figures or doctors or, family members, even that X, Y, Z was your fault, you know, or that you're not a good mother or why did X, Y, Z happen to your child? Like, didn't you know better? And it just like breaks my heart. And so I feel like if you go into any experience, like empowered, prepared and confident in your own choices, the least that is going to happen from that is you're going to own whatever happens. Mm -hmm. So I know this was like a long-winded response and I feel like there's even more that we could touch on there, but let me leave it at that and let you respond and see. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was beautiful. Um, It makes me think about not only are we not kind of judging, oh, did you not know this or whatever, but also just acknowledging that this is really hard and there's so much to think about in terms of like we we had someone else on the podcast talk about um birth plans and like ha- having an empowering birth experience in terms of like knowing your rights in mm-hmm. the hospital setting because you have these authority figures telling you oh uh, we have to do a C-section because this is an emergency, even if, and and sometimes you don't know, like there's an authority figure telling you mm-hmm. that there's an emergency and you're like, you don't have a medical background. So you're like, okay, like, mm-hmm. you know, and um, for me as someone who has never been pregnant, never planned on being pregnant, never like experience birth or anything like this Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like overwhelmed hearing all the things that you have to think about in terms of everything you have to plan like the birth Mm -hmm. and the nutrition and then the spiritual healing on top of just like trying to be a exist as a human in the world and like have your job and (laughs) be like focusing on that every day um and maybe maybe you're 
a single parent going through this or maybe you're like in an abusive relationship or maybe um, you don't have access to resources because the system is so fucked up, especially in America, you know, like we're, we're on our own out here um, navigating through a super messed up system. So sometimes I'm just like, damn, how do we, how do we address that? Because yeah, it's one thing to talk about, um, yes, being aware and doing all this work, but then in the reality that we're in, like how though? (laughs) Yeah. So that actually, so there's two things I want to touch on. I also want to like go back and expand on the generational trauma that can or sometimes doesn't come up. Yeah. But to respond to what you just said, like that's exactly why I designed these audios the way that I did. Because what you believe or expect to happen is pretty much what's going to happen. So if you believe that it's going to be an overwhelming experience, it most likely is. And so my goal with creating these audios that women could use, like I have people who have used it like for 19 months before they even like had a baby, you know, Mm -hmm. my vision is that women would start using these audios as soon as they get their period or even, you know, before then, depending on their age. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the goal for me from a subconscious perspective is let's install into your instincts self-trust and your intuition activated. So then it's not hard. Then you're just presented with choices and decisions and you can say yes and no and just continue on. Then you've activated the natural birth instincts in your body and you trust yourself on a subconscious level. Your subconscious is 97% of you, whereas your conscious mind is 3% of you. So yeah, if you're thinking about it consciously, like I have to decide all of this, I have to look into all of these things and I have to quote unquote prepare. Yeah, it's very overwhelming. Also, your conscious mind doesn't have all the tools it needs to make those decisions. But if your subconscious mind now has the subconscious DNA activated from every woman that came before you, okay, you haven't given birth in this lifetime, but there's thousands of women who have whose DNA is alive in you and they know exactly what to do. They know exactly what to do. So you can chill. And that's why I like this approach because my goal is to save women and and parents and fathers time. Just install the instincts and then trust yourself and move forward. Like it's meant to simplify it. It's meant to create an elegant approach as opposed to teaching and educating and telling. Even the audio that I have in there that relates to nutrition and the physical body and clearing out physical toxins from the body. Because another aspect of it is that if we have a toxic overload in our body, usually it comes out when we breastfeed like our first child, you know, and that usually impacts the first child more than the others. Now, I'm just like, none of that even needs to happen. Let's clear it all ahead of time. And I am not going to sit here and tell you all of the nutrition or the dietary, et cetera. First of all, I don't believe that it's my place to tell anyone what to do, whether it has to do with food or pregnancy or otherwise. My goal is always to empower each person's intuition and internal intelligence. And so in this audio, what the way I set it up is I 
teach you and install the instinct of you getting in touch with your body and your body telling you, hey, this is what I need. This is what I need right now. And then you can open your eyes after your meditation or after you wake up in the morning and be like, oh, you know what? I I really need those black beans or this water or this type of this, you know, like my body is craving that. And once you have built a stronger relationship with your body by doing this work, again, you can just run everything through the filter of your own intuition. And I feel like that is the simplest approach. Mm-hmm. Rather than try to figure everything out and what's right for me and what's not right for me, that's all conscious mind. That's all logic, you know? But when you connect to your heart and your intuition, now you know what to do with that information. And most people will, I feel that it can be difficult to make fast decisions or clear decisions or trust yourself on a decision you make in the moment if you haven't cleared past patterns, belief, or trauma, because now you're operating from fear as opposed to, I'm really present in my body right now, and I really want this. Like, this this authority figure is offering me this option, and I, being embodied in my body, really want this, versus, no, that's an absolute no for me. But until we are connected with our own intuition, again, I truly feel that we're kind of just like, putting things up in the dark. And it that's not the most efficient way, I would say. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. I love that explanation, that, that idea of bringing it back to self-trust because we've been led to believe in this society that we don't know what to do and that we're not the authority of our own bodies and that this expert knows better than us when, yeah, like you said, the DNA of generations and generations of women who have done this before us is within it within us and we can activate that and i love that your audios are designed to help us do that and to even start you know as soon as possible like as soon as you get your period um for the first time or just whenever you find them um start building that idea of self-trust. And I'm sure that even connects back to how those, how the parent doing those audios will translate to the soul coming in exactly to have that like foundation of self-trust and to hopefully kind of have like a shield uh, as they're going through the world and being like trying to be penetrated by all these um, conditioning and beliefs that you don't know and you're not the expert in your your own body and everything like that. Um, yeah, that it just like gives me chills thinking about a world where every child that comes into the world just like holds on to that um, that just like sense of self trust and their mm-hmm. own being. Yes. And I love the way you said that, because think about it. Like if we want a child to trust themselves, if we want any human to trust themselves and feel empowered in their own body and their beliefs and their intuition, if I don't trust myself, am I really a helpful person to them? No, not at all. Because if I don't trust myself to make my own decisions, I don't trust them to make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's a very disempowering frequency. 
And I'm not here for it, you know? And so when parents start to trust themselves at a very high level, it truly like creates this huge ripple effect of liberation and powerful self-trust. And also what, what we talked about with the generational DNA, and this is, I feel where I also defer, differ from the way that most people approach this. I approach this work from a place of amplification, from a place of let's magnify the good. Let's fill up the space with all the good and then there's no space for weeds left. Yes, first, sometimes we do have to uproot and take out some weeds that are taking up space and people already know that. If you've already been through something or you're you're butting your head against the same pattern over and over again, you already know this is something that I need to address within myself, right? But we clear that and now we have this open field. And my goal is to approach it from a place of love. Like I'm not here to prevent things because I believe that the idea of prevention is just another form of fear. Oh, I want to prevent old age. So let me do all this stuff to my face. Do it, you know, go learn the face massage and all of these things, but do it from a place of love you know, love your body because anything that comes from the fear frequency is going to proliferate that. And anything that comes from love and power and courage and liberation is going to proliferate that. So with the, the topic of generational trauma, okay, so there our ancestors may have been through things or they may believe in scarcity or there may be chaos or there may be insecurity or feelings of anxiousness, right? Obviously, these things will come up when a human being is in an even more sensitive state, which is I'm pregnant, I'm about to give birth, I don't know how all of this is going to go, right? Then all of the things that were like under the surface are now right here. It's a lot to deal with at that time. So going back to that question, it's like, when you're in your most sensitive and vulnerable state, okay, everything is going to come up and it's going to feel like a massive waterfall and a tsunami of energy and emotions, you know, it's going to happen. Now, if your subconscious is full of pure love and courage and liberation and self-trust, that's what's going to come up. And if your subconscious is full of all of this other stuff, your own and what you have inherited, that's going to come up, right? But you have agency. You have access to your entire subconscious field from the moment that you're born. You know, we are not victims. We get to code our field with the energy and the ideas that we choose. And so the way that I even look at generational work, both in my this specific set of audios and my one-on-one work is we clear out any of the main patterns that may be holding us back that we recognize that, okay, in my family, there really is this um, pattern of scarcity or not enough. Like I don't have enough time to prepare for my pregnancy. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough support. I don't have enough emotional capacity. Anytime that sentence starts with, I don't have enough, that's a scarcity frequency versus an abundance frequency, right? And we can address that in ourselves and generationally using these audios. So yes, there's there's a bit of clearing that we can do, anyone can do. But what's most exciting for me is when you clear a specific weed or you clear a specific area, you can also activate your ancestral gifts. 
So yes, there may be trauma or patterns that may be passed on that are not serving you, but there are also gifts, you know, and one of them is that physical body muscle memory of giving birth, you know? And so I see that as an amplification. Like once you've used that, like it's called the Sarasati audio, which is also liquid anesthesia. So it's coding your body and your frequency to a place of pure peace and comfort and self-trust. So once you've activated your generational gifts from all these women, and you have that muscle memory in your subconscious and your soul level and your energy level and your mindset is like, I can do this. If something comes up, I'll handle it. I can do this. Then that leaves room for now the fifth. The fifth is the last one, in my opinion. The physical is the last one. And yet pregnancy is obviously a very physical experience, so we can't leave it until the last. But now if you do something like, There's so many different things like the body ready method. And there's like people who are very beautifully trained in like prenatal um, exercise or expansion or pelvic floor physical therapy. Like now, if you connect to your actual muscles and have stretches or practices so that you know which way your muscles move and how your pelvic pelvis expands and makes space for your baby. Now, if you put in that like tiny bit of like physical education and physical practice where you actually do these practices, now you've got a superpower because you have the instincts. You subconsciously believe in them. You trust yourself. You believe your body is designed for birth. And now you bring in the physical aspect of it. And it's like a trifecta of success. It's powerful. And I'd rather go into an experience feeling powerful than feeling in any other way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So good. Um, so I'm curious, like, if you want to share more about the audio specifically, like how many are there? What, what, what is like the topic of each one? Expanding I- on that. I would love to. So I just like saved it here so that I can look yeah. at it. So each of them has a, dis- a specific focus. Um, and so I'll just go in order and tell you about them. And each of them also is being channeled and recorded now. So four of these audios are already recorded mm-hmm. and the other four are kind of on the way. Uh, And so I have about eight women who are participating in these audios at the moment. And it's almost like us together, like the nine of us together, like we are these channels, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this energy frequency is coming through. And so we have this like energetic mastermind going where we're working together in the astral planes. The entire frequency of all the audios is here, but only half of them are in the material plane in the recorded version. So the first one, it's called 1.0. So this one is already recorded. And this one is focused, again, on connecting to your wise women ancestors and activating those innate birthing instincts, but also it's liquid anesthesia. So this is very powerful if you're the person that wants to have these inner resources of power and comfort 
and expansion. And the way that this differs from a lot of people call, you know, it's like hypnobirthing or this or whatever. This is not that. I did not learn this from somewhere. This is purely channeled divine consciousness, like super conscious wisdom. Like I created this on purpose in a specific way because my approach is to create an even stronger connection with your intuition. When people hear the word anesthesia, you think that you're going to disconnect and you don't want to feel X, Y, Z. And I understand that perhaps you don't want to feel physical pain that feels so excruciating that you think you can't do something anymore. I understand that fear. So that's why I created this audio. So there is comfort embedded in there. And people have used this to support them in other types of pain as well, which is really powerful. Like all you have to do is make an hour of time to like listen to it. And I remember when I first downloaded it and channeled it, like it was an experience like for 12 hours, like because I had to stay in that like deep hypnosis like days to literally write it down Mm. and my body was like okay okay like it's literally like coming out of like a very deep sleep so it's very Mm. potent so I always like give instructions on how to use this the second one is not recorded yet it's about being um the boundaries queen because I think it's really important that instinctually you feel connected and safe to speak your truth So that way, like when you're in these sensitive moments, you, it, I want your instincts to feel really balanced, you know, like this is my truth. This is what I want to do. This is what I don't want to do. The third one is about nourishment and healing instincts. And it's also about clearing toxicity. And so this one, um, it's called Annapurna, which is the goddess of nourishment and creativity and abundance. And so this one helps you clear out anything physically, you know, like if there's anything physically that's been going on, whether that's related to toxins or chemicals or autoimmune or or literally anything toxic relationships like the goal is to clear it out before you're pregnant um just for for your own desires right and so each of these audios by the way so for example like Saraswati and Annapurna like they have multiple versions of them like six or seven versions so there's like one full audio and then there's like a manual and so you can be like oh I want this one for sacred conception oh this is a clearing audio let me not use it when I'm breastfeeding but I'll use it before and I'll use it at this time so I basically created a manual for each frequency so the the ones I'm saying are like the main ones Mm -hmm. um so then the fourth one is soul gifts activation and cultivating inner safety so that's like literally the embodiment of safety like on an instinctual level and this audio is a favorite of people because of the soul gifts activation i have people who have changed their entire life their entire business their entire identity because they weren't looking to be pregnant yet they're just preparing but in the meantime like it just activated their soul So that one is called Gali Mata. Then we have the fifth one, which is the divine and magical birth portal. So this is going to be regarding that energetic spiritual tsunami basically channel that opens up it's the cosmic channel of arrival. And so, and again, I'm not going to, um, specifically code it to a specific birth vision because I want every woman to create that for herself you know like what are my intentions what are my desires it doesn't have to look a specific way 
Um, the sixth one is spiritual reconnection for mother and baby. So this one is also not recorded yet. And I just feel like there's going to be so many like beautiful aspects to this because you could do this before birth, you know, to connect to your child. Um, but the way that I'm envisioning it is a lot of people believe that the mother, like her soul or her energy leaves her body to go retrieve the soul. I do not believe that it's like that. You're not going anywhere. The soul came in through the father and now it's in you. And so because there's a heightened sensory emotions, there's the oxytocin, there's the high, there's this like euphoria, there's this whole situation happening during pregnancy and birth, honestly, both of them and postpartum. So if you're really connected to yourself and grounded and connected to your child, basically what happens if you've been on a high and then you drop down, we know what that looks like, right? And so then I'm not surprised that a lot of people deal with a lot of emotional things postpartum giving birth right so this is kind of my antidote to that it's like no let's stay in the body let's stay grounded you're right here you're not going anywhere whatever these energies and fluctuations are you're holding them like you got this so this is like my reconnection um the seventh one is the most it is the most important because it's destroying negative generational conditioning and activating ancestral gifts. And so this is, this changes bloodlines, this changes lineages, you know, this is where you're like, well, so-and-so has, you know, heart disease and this is passed down. No, we can go in there and we can reorganize it, you know, and this audio, the, most of these audios, they don't go in other separate bundles, especially this one. This one is the heart of this work. You have to be using all the other audios in order for this generational piece to land. It's not like candy. It's like, oh, let me try this and this and this. But it's so powerful because this is the eternal temple of freedom. And this one is recorded already. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number eight is profound presence, embodying trust in self, body, and baby. These are the trust instincts. And now I have a ninth embodiment piece. I haven't decided if it's going to be an audio or something else, but this is about the vocal cords. This is breathe and speak as your inner tigress, lioness, panther mama. Like I don't want any woman to feel that she comes into this like spiritual pregnancy portal audio collection from like my hypnosis alchemy. And the goal is to like lay down and have this serene birth with like lotuses on her hand and be really quiet. You see what I'm saying? Like, Uh no, no. (laughs) Like I want you to be who you are. Like if that's a lioness and some people do have very meditative birth and it's beautiful, but like, I'm not coding it any certain way. I I do want your vocal cords to be open. So these are the nine pieces and um, it's called Bavitra, which means pure. Mm. Oh my gosh. All of that sounds so good. And it makes me even like, I've never had the feeling that I want to have children. And I've always wondered, like, I can't really tell if that's like, I just genuinely don't, or if there's just a fear that I have around pregnancy and giving birth. I think it's maybe a bit of both. I'm not sure. Um, My mom always told me she never wanted kids either until she like turned 32. And then one day was like, actually, I do. Um, and so I, I'm just like wondering if that moment is going to happen for me, but I've I've never felt comfortable around children. I've never felt like 
comfortable thinking about birth or anything like that. But just hearing you describe those audios, I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I listened to them and maybe something would shift within me because I would develop that self-trust. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. I was wondering if you envision, oh yeah, you want to say something? No, I was just going to say that is so beautiful. And the beautiful thing about these audios in any of my work is it's never going to layer something in that's not you. So all that would happen if you listen to them is you would clear out anything that's not actually authentic to you. Mm -hmm. So you just become more and more and more of yourself, which is really Mm -hmm. powerful. Yeah, that's so powerful because I I do genuinely believe that some women are just not meant to be mothers in this lifetime and they have other like missions that they're supposed to carry out. So I'm like is it am I that person or is it just like a fear taking over? Um and I I know so many others are struggling with that as well. So that would be really interesting to use the audios and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um I was wondering if you envisioned that these could also be used by fathers or by adoptive parents, Um, right? Because like, I feel in the case of adoption, it's like the spirit baby, they must have chosen like both sets of parents, right? Like the biological and the adoptive. So I just wonder, you know, what would happen um, in that case or like in vitro, someone who's not like physically giving birth um, Mm -hmm. or surrogate situation. Um, So, yeah. What do you think about that? Um, So, first of all, for fathers, I have a separate collection of five audios. It's just for fathers. Mm -hmm. Some of them carry over from here, but they also have some that are specific to them because as I mentioned before, the soul first comes through the father. And so the father has that ability to support and be in that frequency. And also like from a spiritual and energetic and subconscious perspective, the nuclear family is always connected. Like, you know, like the father has an impact. So I'm speaking like biologically, like whether or not like you are around that person for any reason at all, like the, the components of your bloodline are always relevant. And so anyone who's related, who's doing their own work, there is a ripple effect that goes into the past and the future through the present moment. And so anyone who ever does their work on any level is going to have a ripple effect on honestly, all of humanity, you know, Mm -hmm. and I've had people who do my one-on-one work who've had their parents heal things or their sisters and their, Mm -hmm. all of the women cousins heal things, you know, and that's just how it works because once you drop and install a frequency on a specific bloodline, it's just like, right. Mm -hmm. And so what I would say is if you're a parent in any form, like whether your children are adopted or otherwise, um, or even if you decide that you don't want to have children, your frequency still makes an impact on this planet. So I would always say that you doing your own inner empowerment and liberating your soul from anything that doesn't serve you is always going to be cosmically and spiritually profound. 
and it's going to make an impact on your children. Now, if you're a child and you're adopted into a family, I feel like those children probably even have a higher desire to code their frequency and their reality in a new and different way because they're probably going to be looking back to the past a lot, you know, like seeking to understand themselves and their purpose. And so they more than anyone else would understand the need for like their own self power, you know, like trusting, believing that I'm worthy, that I'm good enough, you know, because there's a lot of trauma that comes from from feeling like on any level that like, you know, I'm not with certain people and the question is why, you know, and the question is why. And so I feel that that really impacts a child. It impacts their soul and it impacts them cosmically. And this is no shame or judgment on any of the parts of the the pieces of the puzzle that lead to a situation, right? But from the proactive perspective, like that child is always going to be leading humanity back to a pure love, you know, a pure reception, a pure like desire in that child or anyone who is impacted by these patterns or frequencies is always going to be perhaps even like what you were saying, like, I'm not going to bring a child into this world unless I'm very certain that this is what I desire and that this is what I want to honor and cherish and respect in my life. Right. And so it leads to this higher sense of integrity. So almost for that child, I would say that it's equally relevant or it's actually more relevant that they just do the work for themselves uh, rather than the parents preparing for that. However, if there's a set of parents that is like, you know what, we want to receive a child in our life through any channel that is meant for us, that is in our divine alignment, them doing the work is going to change who they're being in this space, right? Because your subconscious DNA, your physical uh, inheritance is a small part of the picture. You're getting coded by the subconscious of the people you're now around. You're literally living in this swimming pool, right? And the way that we can see that is like whenever a child is around certain personalities or certain energies or certain teachers, we see so easily how that impacts them, you know? So there's a huge impact that's not just related to the bloodline. So that's how I would approach that. Mm-hmm. But thank oh you for gosh. asking about the fathers because that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you read the book, The Body Keeps the Score? I know the name, so I kind of like know what's in there, but yeah, it's very related to the type of work I do. Yeah. Well, I differ a little bit because sometimes I feel that we can get wrapped up in looking at our body and looking at like, okay, so what's the emotional message that it's trying to give me or vice versa, you know, that get into a, that gets into a very like restrictive, almost law of attraction energy. Mm -hmm. And I believe that our body is so much more powerful than that, you know? Mm -hmm. So when something is coming up, yes, the body will keep the score. We all know this, right? Like we cannot escape. Like if we've been through certain trauma um, or experiences in our childhood or at a younger age, like especially for women, the womb and the pelvis, like 
it really is going to hold a lot of that. You know, it's just that's where sacred femininity stems from. So, yes, the body is going to hold on to that. At the same time, like you get to know that you're powerful. And the way that I approach it is like, we're not going to go digging for things. We're going to look at like, what do you want to amplify? What do you have less of that you want more of? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yes. yeah, yeah, I love that differentiation. Um, yeah, no, it just made me think of it because the whole kind of thesis of the book is that um, child child abuse and like adverse childhood experiences is really like at the root of every single kind of epidemic that we have in this world, like obesity and like chronic illness and um, crime rates and like all of that stuff um, comes back to that initial like relationship of child and parent or, you know, their home life and everything. Um, So I don't know, it just connected back to me that importance of healing yourself to heal everyone else around you and just the impact that that could have on the whole entire world um and I, it's, uh, sorry um and it's even like it's not even just about the relationship but like fear anger shame sadness these are neurochemicals mm-hmm. that are in our body right and so mm-hmm. it's about that that those are the things that are specific, literally toxins that you can dump you know like i have an audio set called vitality that's about that because we literally hold on to stuff and it looks physical when we're holding on to repressed emotions that we never expressed, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is so powerful. Yeah. My other question in terms of who could this be for is people who already, maybe they have like grown children, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they have teenagers or they're like long past the time of childhood and birth and all of that. Um, What if like someone maybe had a traumatic birth experience or it just wasn't the experience that they wanted, or maybe they don't feel like they were the best version of themselves back then when they were a young parent and they just didn't know these things um, and they want to do some healing work like years later. Uh, Do you think that could have a ripple effect? I love this question. And yes, absolutely. It could, if there's like deeper situations that happen, like I would recommend supporting it with one-on-one work so that we can go really like to the core of that. But still like this audio collection would be the most beautiful first step because for example, the Annapurna, the clearing audio, the clearing toxicity, um, It's so powerful. A lot of women use this for their period time as well, because it just helps your body to release what needs to release and just subconsciously, energetically, your entire field relaxes. And that's like exactly what we need in that moment. And so no matter how old you are, when you liberate yourself, now you're carrying this liberation frequency. And yes, not only does it extend to your children in this life here and now, it extends to your ancestors. They receive the benefit of that. Your entire future lineage receives the benefit of that in real time. And so, yeah, I would totally use these audios to start like, just filtering away any of those things that you're holding on to as like a first step. Um, 
And then like, I also have like group sessions, which I can go into, but like, I would definitely say I've even had mothers come to me whose children are pretty young, you know, like under the age of five, but they're choosing to do their own inner healing work so that it can have a positive impact on them and their children. So yes. Mm, Amazing. Um, Yeah. If you want to talk about your group offering or yeah, let's focus on that one. Yeah. So the group offering is really powerful. It's called Daughters of Earth. And so we do six sessions a year. And the way that I've designed these sessions, it's meant to be a really potent, it's a trauma release, you know, and, and although you might not be coming to it for that reason, you're likely coming to it for the topic and the theme, you know, which for in the March, it's going to be around feminine healing and power and courage and you being in your magnetic radiance like as a woman and just really like getting in touch with your um creativity and femininity so you might be coming in for the purpose of that specific session or maybe it aligns to you or you're 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 stepping into all six like year round but i've designed them to be kind of like five sessions in one like it's a massive like release and then we recode that energy and so i can see people like you know if you come to these sessions for like two or three years like it's similar to one-on-one work like if you if this is like the avenue that appeals to you for whatever reason you know like this energy release changes so much because once you clear like the energetic residue of any type of trauma it's so powerful. So the next one I have coming up is on the spring equinox, which is March 20th. Um, and I do these live via zoom. And so it's really powerful way to, it's, it's more magical and fun and divine than anything else. You know, like it's just being able to just like set aside two hours for yourself and go on this like powerful journey that then you leave from and that it, the effects unfold in your body and life on multiple levels, like over the next weeks is just really powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, sounds so good. Um, is there anything else we didn't touch on in this conversation that you wanted to bring up? I just want to say like, you know, the topic of our conversation gener- generational trauma or ancestral gifts, as I like to call it, both of them and the spiritual aspect to bringing children into this world. Like this is truly my life's work. Like this is the frequency for which I came here. You know, my vision is to liberate the collective subconscious frequency. Right. And that happens one person by one person. And one of my most profound beliefs around this is that whatever we do, let us do it for ourselves first, you know, like, let us do that with the intention of being the most powerful, courageous version of ourselves, because that's the gift. That's the gift that we are to the world. And that's the only lens from which we can also start to see other people as the gift. Like every person who is the way they are, they're meant to be that way, you know, including our children, including the people that we're in relationship with, right? And so it's such a powerful thing for us to step into that 
gift energy to just really realize that like we are the gift and so is the other person and that trajectory and that like interweaving of relationships I feel is that's the spiritual gift to the planet. You know, like mm-hmm. all of these souls, we came here to have this powerful divine experience. And I believe that that joy and that magic can sometimes get lost when we get in the physical and the dense and we got to figure it out and want to do it right. And I just like choose to kind of like incinerate all of that, you know, like you be you and I be me. And if we can come together in a peaceful and powerful way, that's beautiful. And if not, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I also want to give you a chance. I know you had some other practitioners that maybe you felt like could complement um, your work. And if people want to add more tools to the toolbox, um, who are some of those people that you would mention? Yes. So I know that you had Dr. Liliana on the podcast already. So I love her. And it was such a powerful experience for me to really understand the physiology of what happens in the body during birth. So I think that that piece of it can feel really empowering. And we are going to be having some chats on how we can kind of bring our work together as well. So Yay. I haven't even talked about it yet. <laughs> so um, I love her so much. And I also, um, there's a woman that I've connected with and I can give you like the name of her Instagram. And what I love about her is she supports couples to have like um, these sessions where both parents come in and understand like what's happening in birth and what's possible. And I think for me, what's really key is I truly believe that rather than go to an informational or an educational class, spend time with someone who is extremely confident in your body, in your baby, in your birth, and speaks to both of you at the same time. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm here for the woman or anyone not going at it alone. Like get someone in your corner that's confident. And her name is Lynn. And I'll let you know what her uh, Instagram handle is. And she's just so confident around this. Like she's had all three of her children were also born using the techniques of hypnosis. She's just very confident, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's seen a lot. And I love that confidence factor. Um, The third thing I would mention is um, I recently worked with a beautiful woman named Mary for massage. And I really feel that like that aspect of just sacred touch and a healing touch like throughout this time can be so healing for the mother and just like a a kind of like an oasis of peace. So I always recommend, and I happen to have a beautiful recommendation for like the New Jersey area. Um, Yeah. And so the other ones I don't have specific recommendations for, but like after three or four months, your child is born, I would definitely suggest seeing if your intuition aligns with like chiropractic work only because like passing through this like very tight physical channel like you just want to like get everything like feel really aligned and that feels really nice for like a newborn like after four months I would say and also like I think as I mentioned before like um there's a woman who has beautiful exercise programs 
for all stages of pregnancy. Her name is Kim Perry. And then um, I've heard of something called the body ready method. And it's really powerful because she also is just like a really like researcher and like, you know, emotionally connected human being. And she's also very interested in, because she's seen a lot of people who are like, oh, but I did all of the exercise. And then why did this happen? And so, but she understands deeper layers of that, of like, not it not just being patchwork. So by the way, none of these people are anyone that I'm actually like connected with, associated with in any way, but I love all of them. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you follow Hehe? Her handle is Tranquility yeah. by Hehe. Okay. Yeah. I, I was like, I feel like that would be a beautiful partnership. Um, like if your if your audios were in her membership or something. Um, yeah. I think I found her through your page actually. So she's really sweet. I like her. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. She was the one that we had on talking about having an empowered birth experience and knowing your rights in the hospital and everything. Um, she's also just so hilarious. <laughs> like every <laughs> reel she puts out is just so funny. Um, yeah, amazing. So many resources. We are, we are all so supported in this journey and especially now with these audios coming. Um I'm so excited to try them out as well. And I think that's everything. I feel very complete and like just so nourished by this conversation. Um and I'm so so glad that this topic came through and I think it was just perfect. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for listening. If you desire to continue this journey and learn more about your body, I invite you to follow our Instagram page at womb.ology. Please help get this information to more people who menstruate by sharing this podcast on your social media and tagging us. I greatly appreciate you. Have a peaceful week.